0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to tonight's show. I'm your host, as always, Wajid. It's a pleasure, guys, to have you here today. And with me in in the studio today, well, recording as there's still COVID happening, two two brilliant guys, um, Anthony and Trinity of Two T-Shirt Gang, who are pioneers almost in their field, pushing not just the health aspect in terms of your physical well-being but also your mental well-being as well fantastic work in the community and i want to talk to them today about you know how they started the the two t-shaped movement but also what pushed them to sort of focus on the mental health health aspect for men because it's not something that's massively talked about so anthony Trinity, it's a pleasure to have you guys here today uh, thank you Thank you for having us. Thank you for inviting us. No, thank you. So just quickly, just if you could give a give a brief introduction about, you know, yourselves, how you started and what sort of brought you together, really?
1: Well, we've always been friends for a long time prior to this whole two t-shirt gang movement. Um, initially, we were just going to the gym like many years ago and um, we sort of like fell off when we were younger. As you do, you experiment with things in the gym. We didn't know much about a gym. To be honest, I'm not going to lie to you. We used to go to the gym every day and just do chest,
2: didn't we? Yeah, it was it was a case of we just go to the gym and we just did whatever we fancied initially. Yeah, and then
1: I think we fell off and then we got back into it later on in the in like so many years. I think it was in late late twenties or something, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, our late twenties. Yeah, we got back into it, and um, after that, we decided to get ourselves qualified. So we actually learn more about the body, how it works. So when we're training, we know exactly what we're doing. Um, And as Trinity mentioned, we used to just go to the The gym. We used to go to the gym and we were just training ourselves. But our style was very functional. So when we say functional, it was like a mixture of strength, power, explosiveness, speed and agility, all in one type of workout. And um, people in the gym at that time never really saw that type of workout. And um, there was like, they just liked it. And a lot of people started to ask, can we train with you? Mm -hmm. So we was like, yeah, no problem. But um, our training was very intense. So when you trained with us, you had to bring an extra t-shirt. So that's where the name, Two Mm -hmm. T-Shirt Gang, so halfway through the training, because we went that hard, you had to bring an extra t-shirt. So then we was known as a Two T-Shirt Gang. And then from then, we decided to turn it into a business and um, work with the youth and the community, and here we are now today.
1: I, I think I the main it. thing and all is that it's the passion that drove us to. Yeah. Um. Prior to like getting qualified and that, we, we knew this is somewhere we want to take it, and we had a we had a we had a massive passion for it in terms of what we wanted to do. We had a, I had a clear idea, he had a clear idea, and our our energy and our focus was like at the same. same sort of you know level. So we we're like, yeah. yeah, this is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna try and make happen.
0: You just you're just two boys on that same vibe almost like almost like a brotherly sort of link sort of thing. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, so if you said sort of give it a time frame as to when you guys started, what would you when would you roughly say the sort of you guys both of you sat down and went, right, cool, we're making this a thing?
2: The the actual two T shirt gang movement, we started that in like mid 2015. Right, okay. And um, we've been going, we've just been going on at it since then, basically. So it was about 2015, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. About them times. And we thought, we can turn this into something because uh, we had a lot of attention um, from just the community, from the youth. And like I say, the training was, it was different. Yeah. And it was a way of engaging with the youth as well. So yeah, I'd say about 2015. Yeah, see, like me personally, when
0: I go to the gym, I'm very much a, there's not so much as sort of the speed and functionality like you guys I'm very much a, this weight is going up I'm all about the numbers I want that strength I'm very much a strength guy so yeah. for me for me it's all about being in the gym I'm being the strongest guy in there. I want to be one of them guys that you know people just looking and there's like bro this brother's lifting some weight so that's me so I I, do I, you probably, know what? I could probably <laughs> never keep up with your level of like
2: speed and no, intensity do you know what it means? That, um, it's a mixture like that's our per- uh, like that's how we train but we yeah. we train a lot of clients you see so a client might come to us and ask um, to work around strength and power so yeah. we'd focus it on we'd, uh, we'd create a program focused on strength and power you see yeah. we we know how to work on all, all areas basically I'm, But i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not denying that I mean, i've seen you guys on
0: instagram i've seen you guys work <laughs> Um, I, <clears throat> I used I used to have that level of cardio and fitness back in my teens. Not anymore. <laughs> no, yet. trust me. You, if you wanted to get it back, you could get it back. Yeah,
1: it's achievable I, for most people. It is really. It just depends if you wanted to put the work
0: in or not. I see. The thing the thing is, someone like me, I'm I'm very much like sort of into my swimming. so okay. this, Yeah. This, this lockdown's been awful for me because I I just love just for me. It's all about not just the gym, but also like trying to get a mile as quick as possible in the swim. So I'm very, yeah. Like, that's my, that's my, that's my love for cardio. Cause like for me personally, like I used to play football back in the day. Oh. uh, You know, I was, I was signed to Cities Academy when I was very young. Okay. And, then, um, but then, you know, it's like you either go, football
2: or,
0: you go football or you go, you go women, don't you? So yeah, <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, no, no discipline. No, it's, <laughs> no, it's, it's when, you, when, you're 15, when, you, when you're like 14, 15, you, you sort of go, you sort of just like, you, you take it all for granted, don't you? You don't, yeah, you you do. don't, you don't realise you're in a very privileged situation.
1: I think what it is, you need guidance. You that's need cool. someone to keep you grounded and you need
2: guidance. Yeah. And I think that's one of the main things, the main key when you're young. And that's, that's one of the reasons why we're doing this as well because we come across a lot of youth with a lot of potential in the area. Mm-hmm. Like some of them could be footballers, boxers, any type of like athlete. And they just need that um, guidance and direction and someone to keep them in that lane. so okay. that's what we like to do as well. Like spot the potential and just work with them mm-hmm. and push the local talent. Cause I've seen, um, so, uh, like I said, on yesterday, there's the young
0: lad uh, was a training that you had training for pre-season football training?
1: And yeah, well, we have we have Malachi and Deshaun. They're one of our two youths of massive potential. Yeah. Um, one's at Leeds Academy and one's at um, Sheffield Sheffield Wednesday. Sorry, right? And they're two young people we work with week in week out.
2: And they're just exactly what we're talking about: young kids, a lot of potential, and. Um, they lived in specific areas where there's a lot of distraction in those areas. So the aim is, um, along with Oz and the family and friends, to keep them on track, keep them guided, and hopefully they can make a career out of what they want to do. So what was it for you two that made
0: you sort of have a focus in the youth? Because, as you know, personal trainers is normally... I can get you this program. And as you said, you can set a different range of programs. There's not many guys like yourselves that think, right, you know, there's a, we can do, we can do things with, with our sort of capabilities and what we know and what we've experienced and help and guide the youth that might be in a situation like, like the two lads you said, who have that potential, but don't necessarily have that guidance. What was it that for you two that, that stuck that out and you guys wanted to focus on that as well
1: well um, for me personally um, I played football as a youth so I've been kind of through the system as an amateur I've you know, played at a decent standard and a lot of people say to me I could have gone further if I'd have had that guidance that support
2: Yeah.
1: and I think it's we got to a point where we were, we were like discussing like how we want to give back to the youth do you understand what I'm saying in terms of the two young um, men that we've mentioned two young talents so I think that was the main key for us just, yeah. just from a giving back giving back perspective because I didn't have anyone to push me or keep me grounded. If I'd have had that, who knows? I'd probably been playing somewhere else today. So something like a, a better standard of football, who knows, semi-pro. I don't know, maybe professional possibly, but that was one of the um, key areas for us.
2: Yeah, and also um, we're from Bradford ourselves. We're in the same community as a lot of these um, kids. So we see them day to day and like we say a lot of them and we work as well through the day we work with um a lot of kids as well so we just with talking to them and you speak to them they're like they want to achieve this but all it is they just need to stay on track stay away from the distractions and um they can achieve it when we was both younger we had a mentor in our area as well um just a local guy and um He was just someone who could get through to the kids. And he got through to us. There was a group of us, probably about 20 lads. And he could just talk to us. He kept us on track when we was doing what we was doing. And he probably kept a lot of us out of prison and going down the wrong direction. So as you get older as an adult, you're like, okay, be the person that you needed when you was a kid. And offer the youth the same thing. Because Bradford, it kind of has a bad reputation, but there's a lot going on here and people do not see it. And it just needs to be pushed, and it needs to be pushed more than the negative stereotypes of Bradford, and that's just the aim, basically.
1: And, and another key thing is all is all um, these kids that we work with, we're trying to get that message across to them that um, playing football is not just enough. You have to do the the dirty work, the dirty side of things, if you want to make it. So again, it's about building them up to have that sort of like mentality. You can't just play football and just think, yeah, you're going to make it. You've got to do the work off the pitch to complement you on the pitch. So that's a message we constantly put into Deshaun and Malachi we work with when we're in the gym. With them. It's not just about work, um, working out physically. We have them quality conversations with them and keeping yeah. the mind on track, keeping them focused. Because it's me- mentally, it goes in hand with the physical aspect too. So you can't just have one without the other. It doesn't work like that.
2: Of course, yeah. And I... Yeah, like I say, our training is different. Our kids come through. When they come training with us, like we have specific rules and standards. Like if you come work to, you want to work with us regular. Like we'll talk to them about school. Are you attending school? Are you behaving in school? Mm -hmm. Are you getting the grades? Yeah. If you want to come work with us, we have to make sure that aspect of it is working well. And if it's not, let's speak to the parents. Let's speak to the school. Let's find out why this side is not working. So Fitness is just a catalyst to bring the young person in, and then the aim is to build and develop them into just young men or young women that um, that can go out there and achieve want and can build whatever they want to build, basically.
0: What are your overall sort of aspirations with your community, with your youth program? Obviously, you don't have a youth program, but from the very much sounds of it, you guys very much want to be the mentors that you know, you you had and you guys want to be that sort of that sort of guidance for as you said, kids in very tough situations or difficult communities. What's your what what would you two like to sort of like push this to in terms of your reach with the kids and the youth and the programs? Um, I'd
2: goals. say I'd say I like we'd like to be an organization or, or a hub where the youth can just come. And work out, get guidance where we can work with other agencies, not just like the schools, the police, everybody in the community, and just have a like, just like a hub where the youth can come, learn, be guided, motivated, inspired to achieve more than what they're actually seeing in the communities right now. So that, that I'd say that's one of our aims. I well, it's it's a it's
0: an amazing sort of goal. It's it's brilliant what you guys are doing as well. Um, honestly sometimes I just wish there was more sort of programs like that out there because like you said unfortunately um, and I'll sort of to it, being in Bradford and it being a quite an Asian dominated area unfortunately with the news and stuff you always hear about you know the the race the yeah the news, you know the race riots, this, that partition and stuff like that and to be honest with obviously what's happening in America I wouldn't probably go and miss as <laughs> to divulging into it, um, as, you know, two men of, uh, two men of colour, what's your sort of experience has been like in, not only in the, in, in the industry, but growing up as two
2: black men? Do you
1: want to say that? You can touch on that and
2: I'll touch on that. Well, growing up as two black men, we, like I say, we faced all the um, racism and discrimination from mm. when we was kids. It started basically in the areas that we used to live, from mm. our neighbours, not wanting us to live in the area, then going to school, same, like, racial abuse as everyone else. And then when you're going for jobs and stuff like that, facing the same discrimination, like, um, trying to act a certain way so I can get a job. Mm. Like, for example, um, we were talking about this the other day, wasn't it, in terms of, like...
1: Not being accepted for who you are. Not really. being
2: accepted for who you are. So when we was growing up, it was like if we wanted to go for a specific job, like um we like we, I work as a teacher now. Initially when I first started that, when I would go for the interview, it's like don't try to act too black in the interview thing. <laughs> so you could get so I you guess. could get the job. That's how think, we used to
0: think as young the men. Thing, the thing is I completely understand what you're saying. Cause I've very much been in that process where it's like I you're a proud, you're a proud man of class. like I'm a I'm a proud Pakistani. But you very much gotta be like, I can't be too Pakistani or too Asian. Yeah. I've gotta be able to show that I can articulate a conversation. I, I can could throw the big words at someone. So I know yeah. exactly I know exactly what you're talking about. And I, I, it's just it's incredibly frustrating. For me anyway, it was incredibly frustrating because I like, yeah. like from my personal experience, I remember I, I've got, I've like, I've got a degree in mathematics, and yeah. I and I remember sending my CV out to fifteen specific companies who I won't mention because I don't want to get <laughs> in any trouble. Yeah. But, um, I got rejected for all fifteen of those jobs. A friend wow. of mine who you know has a very Caucasian or sort of British name, he then added his name onto my CV. How those fifteen companies, thirteen companies got back to him,
1: yeah,
0: and the thing is I think what people don't realize is how institutional racism is in this country, yeah. unless yeah. you're a man or woman of color, yeah so I, I think people don't realize that you know this all lives matter, all this and all that it's not it's not about wanting to take away people's rights. It's about as men of color and women of color, we just want the same rights. That everyone else has, same stepping stone, mm-hmm. just the even good playing field. Yeah, that's it. And and I think it's it's almost like people are scared what's going to happen on a level playing field. And it, I I don't know. I I get I get very worked up because it's like people like you. You guys have had four hundred years of an advantage here. Give <laughs> like, us yeah.
2: something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. But, think, sorry, not gone.
2: Um. I think another. Personal reason why I wanted to set this up as well. Growing up, um, we never seen anyone that looked like a black person that looked like us in any type of good position or position of power. Like we never seen a black headmaster growing up, we never seen like a black lawyer, a solicitor, or a doctor, especially up in the north. I'm not saying it they, they, they didn't exist, yeah. but for us personally, growing up, or a, a black business owner, we never regularly saw that. So, we kind of never aspired to own our own business or to become this or become that. So as you get older, you get mature, you're like, okay, let's build something. So maybe the youth will look when they're growing up and think, okay, I can build my own business now. I can work for myself. I can come much more because it is important for you to see someone from your own community, do something positive. So you can aspire to be that. I think, and I think that message gets lost. Um, for some people, like you said, they'll, they'll start saying all lives matter. Yeah. But the, like you said, the key thing is here, we just want to even playing field. So we have to do something about it ourselves. So we have to organize and start building our own community. And when we say build our own community, we're not saying not to work with other communities. Cause that would be silly. We all live in a multicultural society. So we all going to work together, but we just want to build our community, build our youth up as well. Mm. And then, build all the youth together in Bradford and all of us work together and have that same uh, stepping stone like we just discussed. So I think that's one of the reasons for me as well. I don't know if you want to touch on anything. No, no, no. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, so as I
0: want to go back into, you know, uh, sort of you guys and being PTs. Um, what's your experience been like as, you know, PTs and, you know, in 2015, you guys finally took the decision Right, we're going to start our own thing stuff like that what was the initial sort of struggles before you guys have sort of got to the position you guys are at now
1: well initially when we started people didn't take us serious they took us very much as a joke they were like two t-shirt gun what's this oh it's only them two it's only trinity and i don't oh, man two t-shirt gun this won't last long but we've always had our focus we've always had the vision we've always, we've always kept the dream like there in his head and we just kept on doing what we were doing. We didn't think about what anyone else was saying. We didn't let it bother us. And we just kept on doing what we were doing. And I think that's the main thing there. Because over time, people started to take us seriously. Yeah. And when they seen what we were doing, we were doing some crazy stuff in the gym. It was like, okay, these guys are actually about it. Mm, yeah, They're not just talking it, but they're also doing it. So, like, I don't know. People just started to just give us a lot of, a lot of props Like over time, over the last how many years and to the point where we are we aren't where we are where we are now so
2: i think the hardest part as trinity mentioned it's the beginning stage when people don't take you seriously like even some friends that you know didn't take you seriously um and you can take that and get disheartened so in the first few years you kind of have to have thick skin and you kind of have to understand that you have to convince the people out there that you are good at what, what you do. So myself and Trim, we worked hard, we studied hard, and we still had that same determination and focus till this day. We're still working hard. Um, like throughout COVID, we've been putting free online sessions onto the youth every Monday and Wednesday at eleven o'clock. 11 o'clock yeah, and that's, that's that's just for the that's just to keep the kids and the adults can join in, but just to keep them motivated because in times like this, you can get very disheartened. There's a lot going on. So um, you just have to have that thick skin, that resilience, um, because at the beginning it's going to be really hard, like it is with any business. You either going to you either going to fail or you're going to make it. I think also though there's a few other
1: challenges we face. I've noticed like I don't know if it's other people, but sometimes it seems to be a bit of tension there in terms of like you think there's a fear factor there from other other personal trains or whatever. I've noticed that from. Oh yeah, we've had <laughs> you know I mean?
2: we had a few issues. Yeah, and you
1: can you, you can feel the tension, but at the end of the day I just see it as look, we're all we're all doing what we're doing, do you know what I mean? There's no, there's no there's no hatred there from me or him towards any other person. If that person there and their personal train and they wanna they're doing something good, we support that. But sometimes it feels like we don't really get that same love back.
2: <laughs> well, it's it's like competition competition and competition is great because it keeps you on your toes. But um, we work with a lot of other personal trainers and we'll promote their stuff because we we love what they're doing, especially when they become successful and we see them growing. It's good to see people that you know building something. So even though there could be competition, um, it's great to see them grow. And competition always keeps you on your toes as well.
0: That's what I was going to ask. That's what kind of, when you're going back to, you know, how you have to convince, like initially your friends. Yeah. Did you did you find that it's always the people that are close to you that sometimes take the most winning over? And it's always like like sort of people that aren't as close to you that sort of give you the push sometimes.
2: Um, some and some not possibly. I, th- I think it was a mix of us. I think there was a, quite a few people who were close to us did show us initial support. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Um like via Instagram, you did get we did get a lot of support from people we didn't know as well. Yeah. Mm. Like, a lot of support. And when people who you don't know start supporting you, then the people who know you kind of join in as well. But we was a bit lucky at the beginning because there was... We we did have quite a few people that did back us um, initially. But there was a lot of people we had to convince as well. But, like, it's part and parcel of setting up something, really. They have to take you seriously, and you have to prove to them if you want them on board.
0: Yeah, of course. The game is the game, as they
2: say. Yeah, it is.
0: So how have you how have you two distinguished yourselves from other PTs out there what is it about you two that you guys think uh, you know, we're good and this is why we're good and this is why we're so different compared to other other sort of personal trainers out there just look at our
2: page at 2T
1: Shirt Gang <laughs> I, I just think personally there's no one like me and him that's my personal opinion you know 2T Shirt Gang it is what it is you know what I'm saying but yeah what I bring and what he brings, it's it's. There's no one like that. I don't think anyone can match that. That's my personal opinion. I know he's confident in himself at what he does, and I know I'm confident in myself. What I do but when we bring it together and we bounce off each other and we bring that same energy into what we do, then the the limits are up there to what where we can go. That's my personal opinion.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think that's the main thing. We're not, we're not. I think the key thing that makes us stand out is. Um... And with two ball heads. Yeah, the two ball heads. Two black (laughs) brothers with ball heads. (laughs) Yeah, so we we do stand out for that. But I think the main thing when it comes to us, we're not scared of any competition and we're not watching any competition. Like, there could be a new up-and-coming like PT fitness person that's doing really well, and we'll be like, "Yeah, he's good. He's good. Yeah, he's really good, and we'll support him. Like yeah. we don't feel threatened because I'm confident in my ability. Yeah. He's confident in his. When we come together, we're good. Also, we know what we're talking about. Yeah. We studied. We continue to study. We continue to train. Our workouts—they're exciting, they're effective, and the fun. But you know something in all for both of us. I think what motivates us more,
1: seeing over I." When I see someone work out, it motivates me more. Do you understand what I say? From the lady running on the road when I'm driving my car in the morning, I'm going beep, 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 because I love it. If I see an old man, I don't know, running or whatever, if I see a lady in the park doing some sales, whatever, I'm like, a round of applause because I like it. I'm just, we're fitness fanatics.
2: Yeah,
1: That's what we are. Anyone doing any type of form of fitness, I just, I love it. Because to us, health is wealth. You know what I mean? You've got to look after yourself.
2: And again, again, it's a passion as well. It's just it's, it's it's just the passion that we have. And um we do we do fitness as well, but we we try to do the talking. Um so we work on the we work on the mind as we mentioned in the beginning, the mind as much as your body. So your body can be as healthy as you want. But if your mind's not healthy as well, your body's not you're not healthy. That's what we believe anyway. Yeah. So, so that's gonna
0: so that's gonna be my next question. But just before we get to that, what how has the chemistry been like between you two when you decided to join together? Well, have there been times where you've just gone, screw him, can't be bothered, <laughs> oh, leave me alone, listen, deal with listen. it?
1: Listen, oh,
2: we get into l- it. We, we get
1: into it some, sometimes. We, we disagree a lot, but yeah. that's part and parcel of the relationship. You're not always going to agree on things. Sometimes mm-hmm. he might have an idea and I'll be like, I'm not sure about that one. But if you want to remove it, you remove it. Yeah. And then we'll see what the outcome is. And then vice versa.
2: We're not always going to agree. Think, it happens. I think that's why we work, because we both think differently. His approach to things are totally different to mine. But sometimes his approach is the right approach, and then sometimes mine is the right approach. So sometimes when we're in disagreements, you have to take time out and be like, okay, let's compromise. But we're always getting into it anyway. But we
1: are very much our own. He's his own person. He's very strong. I'm very strong too. So yeah. very, we're very much different, but the similarities, isn't there? Yeah. At the same time.
2: So I we can have argument, but we, we're aware that it's just an argument. We'll be cool. We'll be cool in a few like like a few ten minutes after we'll be cool and we'd we'll be joking. So I think I, the main
1: thing is we just want what's the best for two T. Yeah. That's what it is sometimes. So, um, I was gonna I, I was know. gonna
0: I was gonna say, I was gonna say that do you find that it's also advantage that both of you eventually coming together because you know, you guys have pretty much grown up together, you know what he's like and vice yeah. versa. You're like, all right, cool, give him five minutes and then you go away, you think about it and then you feel like the two of you together as a unit are much stronger than sort of anyone else out there as well. Well, this is the thing like I was saying
1: going back to what I was saying before we've got each other so yeah. we're very lucky in that in that sense. Most people like personal traders on their own they don't really have anyone yeah. so say for example if he can't make something and he's like trying deal with it he knows I can deal with it if it's a session or whatever and vice versa we've got the confidence in each other to do what we need what we need to do for the best of the group you understand, so yeah. that's what it is, really.
0: And so, 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 going back, going down to sort of my final line of questioning. I want to talk about uh, how you guys focus on mental health for men, because it's not, you know, as a as a 29-year-old man, it's not really a subject that's talked about much with men, because it's very much as a man, you sort, of, you supposed you're supposed to quote unquote hold your feelings in, not cry. Not talk about your problem it's but that, that's very much sort of the alpha sort of man isn't it like that's what's thrown in your face, which is you're not really a man if you talk about your feelings and yeah um what was it for you to that thought right no we need to shine a light on this we need to show that it's okay for boys and men to talk about mental health to talk about the way they feel just to express themselves because I think I think what people don't realize is that like suicide is the biggest killer in men between uh, I think is it eighteen and thirty five I believe.
2: Or yeah, suicide, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, I I think for me personally, it's because seeing people with mental health growing up around <clears throat> it. Um. Like I say, we work with a lot of kids as well. So when you're working with like kids twelve, thirteen, and you can see them at the beginning stages of developing mental health. Yeah. It's like someone has to say something about it. We're two grown men now. When I was 13, 14, 15, even in my twenties, I would not, I'm like every other man. I won't speak about anything. I would deal with every problem. I was strong enough. I mean, I was lucky enough to have a strong network around me and mom, dad, brother and sister as well, if I needed anything. But when you see people go through mental health, it's like, we have to make a change there. So we have to tell people it's okay to ask for help. It is not weak. It is okay. And that's one of the messages we need to get across because there are a lot of people out there struggling. And then when you're struggling with mental health, they might turn to like drugs, smoking, to try to deal with it. Mm. And we know what road that goes down. Mm. So someone has to stand up and say, Do you know what? If, if, you, if you're struggling, say it. If you want to cry, cry. Mm. Deal with your problems and let's move forward. Mm. So it's basically just seeing it and wanting to make a change. I don't know if it was different for you. No,
1: it's similar for myself because, mm. like you said, we've seen it from a young age, you know, with our peers, we was all had a kind of, like, close crew, didn't we? Yeah. And I remember going back to the mentor that he spoke about who sort of, like, guided us and raised us. He always said that, um, you know, you lot are a great set of lads, but he said the reality is, with regards to statistics, two of you will go to prison, probably two or three of you will go and do, do well, four of you might end up with mental health issues. And I swear to God, that is exactly what happened. I mean, the there's, there's the number of his friends now are just like struggling, mm-hmm. struggling mental health issues. Do you understand what I'm saying? And it's sad yeah. to see because they're your friends that you've grown up with. But like you said, we've got our platform here now. So yeah, it, it is about fitness what we do, but not just about fitness. We use our platform for other things to reach people and try to help people and motivate people in any way possible that we can. How's it? So sorry. Health, oh,
2: sorry, sorry. Health. Health is much more than the physical aspect it's hand in hand we're working with the mind and that's what I think people really don't understand you have to have your your mind your emotion your spirit spirituality right and your body right as well for you to be completely healthy that's that's what we believe anyway so but even
1: going back to working with some of the kids you know he works with very much challenging kids so do I funny enough yeah we do these two teeth thing together and we work next door to each other <laughs> so and that's how close we are but um yeah he works for the same sort of kids that I do and will present really challenging behaviours and um, you, 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 see it, you see it from a young age so if we can reach these kids you know, before they get to like 16 and stuff, then we're making a difference, we're helping do you know what I mean, so how do that's, that's, you, what how we, that's what makes me feel good about myself and I know that's what makes him feel good about yourself.
0: How's the reception been since you guys sort of started your your, your sort of mental health um, talks and conversations and so, sort of opened up your platform to that. How have you found the reception of that so far?
2: Um, I think I think it's been quite positive. Like you said, um, some people were surprised that we started to talk about it because they just saw us as like two fitness, like maybe two strong males. But we try to open up the like stereotype that yeah, we do train out, we do work, we can lift this, and we can do that. But on the other hand, we have problems like you, we have issues like you and um, we all need to work on it. And there's a lot of people that have contacted us and they're interested and they want to share some of their stories as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, sometimes they share them privately with us because they're not confident enough to actually do an Insta Live, which is cool. Mm. And if it helps them, it helps them. And some want to share it with um, the rest of the people to try inspire. So it's been, I think it's been quite good, I'd say. The, like, since we started the talks and stuff, people have been really interested you mean the actual
1: talk shows, yeah. Since you started talking about it, yeah. yeah. Like I think that stems from when we just started experimenting in the car, I and mean, we were just doing stuff in the car, yeah. And then obviously, it was grown into it, and when we've like built, uh, built it more on as we've gone on,
0: yeah, it was it was decided as an experiment first, and then we just ran with it. And so, and so finally, um, what are you guys sort of hoping for two t shirt gang... Like if, you, if you could project 2025, where, where, where would you guys like to see your your business and your project really go from here?
1: And, when I think of two T-shirt gang, I think of a massive reach worldwide. I don't think there's limits to where we can take this. We can take it as far as we want. It just depends on how we're willing to do that, are we willing to put the work in, which I know we are. and I picture us helping a massive amounts of people from mental health to the youth. We don't exclude anyone. We help as much people as we can with regards to fitness and the mental health. Cause like we said, we do work on the mind as much as the body. But I also see as having his own facility center. Um where, like I just said, then things that we've mentioned, we, we incorporate that into a center working whether it's the kids or whether it's working
2: with the elderly, different programs for different people. Um I don't know if you've got anything to touch on that. Just like I said earlier, like a hub where, an organisation where can actually make a difference and, I'd say, like you said, 2025, I would like us to still have our authenticity. Like, still have this drive and passion and still want to work with the same kids on the street Mm. because, like, it could blow up, it could get bigger, you could get this contract, you could get that contract, but, I still want to, T-shirt gang to be about helping the, Deprived young people off the street who don't have that many options. Well, another another thing I'll say in
1: all is like, we're not going to be here forever. So, some of the youth that we work with eventually we're going to pass on the bat and say, Look, it's your last time now, yeah, to take over. We can get them to that stage, but now we've our work's done, that's what makes us feel good. So, can they carry on for the next set of youth? So, we're coming through and continue just to deliver that work. It's a never ending cycle, in it, really, when you think about it. So,
2: I think that's the biggest thing, yeah. that passing on the bat and. Getting someone else to continue to do the works when you like you're getting too old and grey for it. I know he's,
1: he's got he's got his daughter. I've got my kids. So one day we might just hand it to them. And say, look, you guys, this is yours now. This is very
0: much for you guys. It's all about leaving a positive, lasting legacy.
2: Definitely, yeah. Just, 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 just I, I just say it's just just doing what people are supposed to do. Like you're supposed to look after your community, and that's just the way you're supposed to look after your community. People see it as a great thing, but I just think it's, it's, a norm, isn't it? it's it be the norm. Yeah, it's it should like be the norm. You're good at. I'm. We're good at something. Help out the community with it. Someone else is good at something else. Help out the community with it, and then we all can live together. That's. It's just the norm. But, but so, I think that's. The,
0: I think that's the problem, though, isn't it? Because unfortunately, that's no longer the normal. What you two guys are doing, it because it's highlighted even more because you you guys you guys are like just there for people in terms of your work and your project and stuff. And to be honest, it's 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 great that you guys are doing that. It's great what you guys have done. It's great what you guys have produced. It's great what you guys are building. And I to be honest, I wish you both nothing but the best. Thank you. Thank you very, Thank much, you very much. much.
1: There's a lot yeah. to that.
0: Yeah and then just so just so as we wrap up the interview, Anthony Trinity it's been a pleasure having you both on the show. Um, you're both always more than welcome to <laughs> come back and hopefully next time it will be in the studio once uh, once COVID's done. Um, Definitely. And just finally, if you, you guys want to plug your socials where people can find you, where people can contact you?
2: Yeah. Yes. Um, well, you can catch us on social media platforms such as Instagram, Facebook, and it's at 2 t-shirt Gang. And then you can also catch us at 2TSG train as well. Um, so you can catch us there. Also, I would like to say, because um, we do our talks on Insta Live as well. Yep, so yep. We, we, we'll be inviting you down to get your opinion when we talk about specific topics. So I hope you'll join us on that no, as well. No, yeah,
0: I, will, I will be there. Just give me the time, give me the day. I will, I will, do, my, I will do my very, very best to be live with you guys.
2: Definitely. Brilliant and hopefully we can do a lot more work in the future and just network with each other as well. So definitely, definitely. Well, that that was that was two T again.
0: That was Anti and Trinity. Two great guys who are, as I said, wish nothing but the best for. They're always welcome back on the show. That's it for Thank the you. first that, that's it for the first hour. Hanif will be here with the second hour. This is Wajid signing out. See you guys next week.
2: See you there.